This podcast is brought to you by JB3Moto. Hello, this is College Football Conversation. I'm your host, Michael Scott. Week six is in the books. We got a lot, a lot to cover tonight's epi- on tonight's episode. So let's go back to school. Zach Markley, how you doing tonight? Good, how are you, Mike? Uh, doing good. How are you, Billy? Yeah, pretty good. How about you? Doing all right. Uh, great weekend of football. Uh, so we'll go get right to it. Um, the Notre Dame game uh, is obviously the highlight of the night. Um, definitely dominated this game. I think it was 45-23 final score. Zach, what's your takeaway from this game? Oh, man. I started it, uh, as I'm not 
I'm not. I'm with you. I'm not sold on them. But look at the, their schedule. Um, their schedule looks, you know, to fav- I think they're favorite in all the rest of their games. Um, USC, I think, will be a test. Syracuse will maybe be a test. Um, but other than at Northwestern, they could be kind of tricky sometimes. Ian Book, um, he actually has 887 yards passing. That's just a few games he come in late in the season. Uh, I guess the next question is, it if if Notre Dame wins out, do, do they deserve to be um, over like a Georgia, maybe a one-loss Georgia? Or, you know, does Notre Dame pretty much have their ticket punched for the playoff? I would say, yeah, probably. Especially if they win out. Uh, I know they're story uh the gators who i think billy was the only one that picked florida um uh, florida goes and upsets lsu at swamp what we got on that game Another trick. 
trick play, but you know, I heard what, there was another trick play that was, could very well be the difference. So they'd have been very successful with the trick plays. So um, I think it was a good team effort for the Gators to get this one in the swamp. I'll just talk about trick play, too. Uh, Sarah, uh, my, uh, we all know Michael's a huge Gator fan, but he also happens to be a huge Patriots fan, too, for NFL. And I think it's kind of funny how uh, last year's Patriots did the same thing in the Super Bowl, but the uh, pass was incomplete. And the Gators completed that pass. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I think Florida, I knew, uh, I don't think Jared Burroughs is a good quarterback playing a big game like this. Actually, uh, forced Burrow to throw his first two picks of his of the year. Um, so I think we still we were leading the league in turnovers. I was trying to find it. Uh, we were leading the league in turnovers. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's it's a statement win for um, Dan Mullen. I, two SEC road win or uh, two SEC ranked wins. Um, you know they got a schedule. Obviously, too, they got Georgia uh, at Vanderbilt, then Georgia, and uh, looks like a couple weeks. So we get a bye week for the Georgia game, um, and I think our schedule kind of plays to where we can, you know, kind of win out. Um, I think we can actually do if they play like they did against LSU. I think um, Florida can give Georgia a run for their money, um, and that's in the swamp. So, uh, or yeah, it's a neutral, so it's still played in Jacksonville. Um, but I think that game was good. LSU just – they didn't look like they've been playing all year. So, I think that maybe we can rule them out of the playoff now. I, Joe Burrow, I don't know what he threw for. I'm trying to find it. Um, but he has been inconsistent. You know, his accuracy is not very good. Um, but he didn't yeah, turn he the – like 50% of the passes. I don't think it's not nowhere near the – uh, yeah, he went 19 for 34 for 191, hit a QBR of 33, which Philippe Franks wasn't too great either. But um, but I, I, I think we could rule out LSU uh, from the from the playoff race. Uh, they, they've got a heck of a schedule coming up, LSU does. Um, they've got Georgia, then they've got Mississippi State and Alabama all together, and then they finish out with Texas A&M. So they've got a heck of a schedule left. Um, I don't see how they can get through that gauntlet there. All right, now the big game, of course. I think this was the biggest game of the week, um, the Red River Shootout, as I like to say. Um, Texas with a 40-yard uh, field goal late in the game, I think with nine seconds left. Uh, what's our takeaway from that game? Yeah, what a game. I was really impressed with that Sam 
Yeah, Ellinger, yeah. Ellinger. He played outstanding. Three rushing touchdowns at the quarterback. Pretty good. And, uh, you know, what I put for it, it looked all but over. And, you know, Oklahoma and Murray answered with three straight touchdowns in a six-minute time frame. That's, that's pretty interesting. And, I mean, I know it kind of figured out, but, you know, like you call it, the Red River shootout. Um, but then, you know, after that, pressure was on the back of uh, Ellinger and he came back put his team in position for that game when he dropped. Uh, or put him in position for the field goal to win. Uh, he also had 314 yards passing, which, you know, against Oklahoma defense isn't, you know, that great. It happens a lot. But uh, I was also surprised, you know, I, I think they pulled the trigger a little bit uh, too early and fired the Stoops. I don't know what you guys think about that. But uh, Murray, I wasn't high on either. In this game, I feel like uh, he kind of showed that he could battle the adversity. And, you know, he just came up a bit short. But it was a really great game, I thought so. Uh, well, if you're a defensive minded person, you hate this game. A lot of the coaches, like Bear Bryant, all those guys probably rolling over the grave right now, except for that defense wasn't in the game. But it was, uh, there were Texas that scored points, and I think. Heading into the fourth quarter, or, and then Oklahoma came back. And Texas run up. Can't do that in the Big 12. They can't have to can, the Big 12. Big 12 teams can score out of nowhere. So Oklahoma did. They fought back. They came up short, like I said. But 40 yards over, which is impossible. <laughs> like, pretty much taking like a 50 yards over on there. So, but Texas got a huge win. But they, uh, I think they kind of moved them too far up, in my opinion. I don't think they should be in the top ten. But uh, they deserve those huge wins, huge offensive game. Defense coordinator can be fired for that good of a game on both sides. But uh, nice one for Texas. Um, yeah, that's what we're going to talk about next, the uh, Mike Stoops firing. They fired their defensive coordinator. Uh, I, I think it's been brewing for a while. Um, but first, I'll get to the game. Uh, I watched this pretty much the whole game. Uh, I was I was surprised by Ellinger. I mean, he looked good run the football, looked good throwing the football. Had an eighty three point six percent QBR, uh, twenty four for thirty five. Like you said, three fourteen. Um, Kyler Murray looked good uh, just at times. Uh, I think he turned the ball over twice. Um, but other than that, I think I think this was just a game. I mean, uh, the back and forth. Uh, Texas looked like they had it all but locked up. Uh, here comes Oklahoma. So, I think I, uh, I don't know if I agree if Texas is back yet. But this is a this is a program win for Tom Herman, um, signature win as they say. Uh, now the Mike Stoops thing, I think I think it's been brewing for a while, but I don't think. I don't think Lincoln Riley had to pull the trigger on that. I think, I think uh, somebody at the university said, "Hey, um, you know, I think we need to get rid of him. Something has to change." Um, they gave up 48 points, but I think Texas offense was on another level uh, this game. Uh, so I guess the question is, do you think the move from Mike Stoops was right, or to uh, to fire Mike Stoops? Stoops was right. But as, as I kind of alluded 
we pulled it a little bit too soon. I mean, defense has been doing pretty decent all year until this game. And I think we need to give a little bit of credit to Texas. You know, they, they, they're the one chance that I thought did really well offensively. Um, so I, I definitely think they pulled the trigger a little too soon on Stoops. But we'll see, we'll see what happens, uh, you know. Replacement, see how well they do down the road. Uh, yeah, I, I'm actually, I think they should have fired him because, yeah, like I said, uh, yeah, they, they don't get all year, but that's a big game. So, like, over the past few years, they've given up a lot of points to, like, last year against Georgia. Georgia's offense wasn't really that good last year, and they gave up a lot of points to them. They gave up a lot of points to Texas, who hasn't really done a good strong offense either. So yeah, I think they uh they should get a decent at the mindset too back in Oklahoma. Um I don't know. We'll we'll see how it goes. You'll see how the defense does uh, with after that firing. Um, real quick, we're going to go over our standings um, for our picks last Thursday. Uh, Zach is in the lead. He went ten and five. Uh, the only games he missed was the BYU Utah State game, Stanford Utah, Auburn Mississippi State, LSU Florida, and Notre Dame Virginia Tech. Um, I went eight and seven. I missed the BYU, Arizona State, Florida State, Stanford, Kentucky, LSU, and Virginia Tech game. And Billy's coming in last at seven and eight. Um, he missed the BYU, Florida State, Stanford, Kentucky, Auburn, Wake Forest, Oklahoma, and Virginia Tech game. So better luck next week. Um, and the over underdogs. Uh, Zach has the lead in that. He was actually the only one that predicted the over-under right. Um, he predicted under 61.5 for the Kansas-West Virginia game. So he wins that game and gets the 1.5 point spread. Um, me and Billy both lost. I picked the over 50.5 for the Kentucky-Texas A&M game. They scored 34 combined. And Billy picked under 56 and a half in the Notre Dame Virginia Tech game they scored 68 all right we're gonna go conference by conference right after the break today's podcast is brought to you by JB3 Moto with over 30 years of industrial experience no job is too tough for JB3 Moto they can take care of any machining fabrication needs you have from agricultural parts to motorcycle parts They've got you covered. Contact Brian or John at jb3moto at yahoo.com to get your quote for your job today. Now enjoy the rest of the show. All right, we're back here. We're going to go conference by conference now, cover a few games real quick. Uh, We're going to start in the ACC, of course, um, with Clemson, Wake Forest. What a blowout. Does this seal their uh, contention for the playoff? I know that's right on the run a lot. 
I think this is huge for their team spirit. Um, granted, it's Wake Forest. Um, Wake Forest is a decent team. You know, they're obviously not going to be as good as your damaged Georgia's whatever like that. But uh, I think this is a huge one for them. I agree with uh, Zach Russell because Clemson had a lose game big. If they struggled against Wake Forest, they would have gotten top four. And I think uh, their deal was probably hoping they were going to struggle or LSU games were probably it. But um, they, they had a little game big and they did. They won by 50 points. And it was, uh, it was a really good value uh, for them. That was probably the best one of the season. It, it wasn't a great team, but the playoff committee doesn't care about that, I guess, anymore. I think they play. But uh, I think I'd say Clemson was the one. I think I said. I think I picked Wake Forest to win this game, or Clemson to struggle in this game, but they didn't. And it was a huge win for them. I uh, still, I'm not all hailing them. I still, I still think they're going to struggle against the teams. But that's a really good win for them. Uh, yeah, that, I think you're right. I agree with both of you. I think Clemson had to dominate this game, which they did. Um, they held Sam Hartman 7 for 20, 74 yards, and an interception. A QBR of 14.9. And, of course, they only held them to 175 rushing. So, Clemson defense was alive. Uh, I think they really had to show – and the ACC is really weak. So, I think they really had to show what they're made of to really make their playoff case. Uh, another good game was Miami-Florida uh, State. Good rivalry game. Uh, Florida State blew a huge lead. I think they had a 20-point lead, and they blew it. Uh, what's our takeaway on that game? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'd like to call this one, you know, for Miami um, at least. It was like a comeback to the Asians and then tore Florida State, you know, it was a class to the Asians. Big Robert game, and I know you called it uh, last week, last Thursday when we did our kicks. In the Robert game, the game could really go either way. Um, and you can get watching this game, obviously, very chippy. The whole entire game really even before the game started, they were fighting each other. So, uh, you know, once they, they actually put the 27 to 7 point lead for, yeah, up by 20 with a quarter and a half of football left, and you know, you're thinking, oh, this game's over. But uh, Miami ended up coming back. Um, they didn't have a real big game with the quarterback. Uh, they ended up coming back and winning in a surprising turn of events, uh, 28 27. So, perhaps uh, SQ, this, this was kind of upsetting. You know, it kind of felt like they were starting to click, come back and start clicking with the new coach, Tiger. But, uh, yeah, Miami ended up getting the job done. And it wasn't pretty, but uh, the thing about football is four quarters. Uh, Miami, or I mean, uh, four State didn't show up through all four quarters. So, Miami ended up winning this game. Uh, I think Florida State's won this game. I said they were won by a lot second four, but I was wrong. Uh, I'm not, I'm, I think Miami's offense is trash. Defense is okay. Florida State lost this game. They didn't, Miami didn't dominate. Miami really lost one of those games. Florida State was the one off. Miami came back and won this game. Uh, Florida State looks okay. Uh, they don't do anything this year. But they, uh, I think it's got to not let Jim Jones quit up because uh, Texas almost lost. Florida State lost tons of it. But 
on social media, I think, uh, there's, they can't think it'd be anybody that's ahead of them in rankings. They're honestly, you know, they're really behind them, honestly. But, uh, I just don't really know Miami at all. I think they're, I think they're trash. I don't like either of these teams, so. Um, I think Nikosi Perry, the quarterback for Miami, his stats aren't great, but uh, he threw for four touchdowns, 13 for 32, 204 yards. And like you said, I think Florida State lost this game more than Miami won. Uh, I think just Florida State gave it up, turnovers, um, you name it. And a cool cool thing, they have a, uh, I guess the Miami – Official account tweeted out, you know, they have the turnover chain. Florida State has a turnover backpack. It's like a Gucci bag or something. Um, and uh, Miami, the official account, sent a picture out. Uh, I think it was on Twitter or something. They tweeted out a picture. It had the uh, turnover backpack and it had a chain, uh, the turnover chain, and it said uh, secured the bag. So a little rivalry going back and forth on social media. I, I I always follow Florida State because I'm from the state and, you know, we're rivals with Florida. Uh, it's sad to see, but I think Willie Taggart, uh, they're going to give him next year, and if he don't straighten things around, he, he's going to be gone. I think Florida State, you can always get recruits there. I mean, Florida's a fertile ground for recruiting. I, they could always get good players there, so – you would think Willie Taggart would be having better luck. Maybe he's just not that good of a coach. I'm not I'm not 100% on that. Um, next up, we're going to cover NC State. Uh, we're not going to really cover the game, but what what do we think about NC State? 5-0, I believe, now. Um, what do we think about NC State Wolfpack? All right, we're good. NC State. Uh, it was a close game to Boston College. They only won by five points, but still a win. Uh, you got to work on our offense a little bit. Defense play a little better. I think uh, NC State will be in the championship game at the end of the year. Because, uh, uh, like you said earlier, Mike, uh, you said ACC is uh, really weak here, which is probably the worst year in a while. And it took two the first year. Yeah, Zach, we're on the NC State game. NC State, Boston College.
Sunday free. Played a little sloppy this last week. And a lot lost in college back in the game. But I definitely think NC State will be their come conference championship time. All right, we're going to move on. Um, we've got West Virginia, Kansas. This game was a lot closer than it should have been, I think. I think West Virginia's offense – West Virginia's defense is not very good. They give up a lot. Um, but Kansas, give them some credit. They're not the team they usually are. They're not the Kansas we all know that's 0-12, you know, you know, maybe 2-3 win program. They're, they're actually – they actually have a team this year. Um, so what do we think about West Virginia? Are they a legit – Playoff contender. You ask me every week except this week, I said yes. Um, this week, I was surprised at how, I don't want to say bad, but how Will Greer struggled with this game. I believe he had four interceptions. Three interceptions. He had four touchdowns. Then he had three or four touchdowns. Four touchdowns, three interceptions. Yeah, so. I don't want to say it hurt his Heisman. I think it did a little bit, but uh, he definitely struggled, which is kind of bad to see. But uh, like you alluded to, like Kansas isn't the team they used to be. They're, they're a lot better. Uh, I just think with Kansas, their offense isn't where it needs to be yet. Or, you know, that game could have been a lot closer. Uh, I would say West Virginia is a uh, contending team, uh, but they've got to be able to you know, reduce the turnover. State, which is a tricky place to play. Then they got home against Baylor at number nine Texas, home against TCU at Oklahoma State, and home against Oklahoma. And I, I don't see them coming out unscathed from this heck of a schedule they have coming up. Um, I, Iowa State's tough. I mean, yeah, they're always tough. They're, they're, always, they're always the one team in that conference that you're always here to play because you have no idea how they're going to pick up. Bad, it's not great. The 
the AB Oklahoma State, which is top 25 team, 48 42. So I, I, uh, I think they can beat them. I think, I think uh, the only team they'll possibly lose to is uh, Oklahoma. But I think, uh, I think they'll come out. I think they'll have at least maybe one loss this year for going to the team. I think that's uh, how good the team can be. All right, we'll go on to the Big Ten there. Uh, we'll cover the Ohio State-Indiana game. Uh, pretty close game. Really shouldn't have been, but Indiana's always a pretty good team. Uh, 49-26, Haskins 33 for 44, 455 and six touchdowns. J.K. Dobbins had 26 carries for 82 yards and a tote. Uh, what's our takeaway for the Buckeye game? secondary, you know, not getting the pass rush. Chase Young's good, but if we have both of them on each side, um, do you think that pass rush is making our, our makes our secondary look good because it forces the quarterback to make a bad throw? Yeah, I was, I was actually thinking that during the game. I was like, because honestly, you won't say a game like that. We got, they didn't really get a good pass rush on the third or fourth quarter when the game's kind of out hand. Because you, you know, I think anybody really, if you have a good pass like, like this, I'm going to go here, uh, Best pass rushers right now, I think, are Texans, JJ White, and uh, Tommy. And they make the secondary kind of old, and they make them look good. Uh, yeah, that's true, I agree with that. Uh, Tim B. Alec, I don't have a pass rusher. You can double team the other guy and have all kinds of. You can pass the ball like that or run the ball like that at the worst guy. He's a good player. He's a good back end for both of them. Both of them are game changers, like his brother was. They just. They, they can get back and healthy. 
want to see how bad the secondary really is. But they, well, I think uh, Herb Martin has fixed that way. He's done it before. The team's got a young secondary. Two years ago, we kind of struggled against him in some games. By the end of the year, they got better. I think it's just a very young guy like that. And, like Alabama, Alabama's secondary is good. But their defensive uh, the line is good. Like Ohio State and Clemson. They just got to get the good rush going. That's all I need. All right, they've got home against Minnesota at Purdue, home against Nebraska at Michigan State at Maryland, home against Michigan. All right, you guys, what what is the game there out of the uh, six that are left? What game do you think is maybe one that will trip uh, Ohio State up? Besides the Michigan game, I'm not even counting the Michigan game because lately that worries everybody. I'm actually going with Michigan State um, just because it doesn't matter. It's it doesn't matter really how good Michigan State is uh, playing at Michigan State. They always want to. They seem to ruin Ohio State's you know chances at um, doing some big things. So I think Michigan State. I'm kind of worried about. Um, it's always kind of a tricky game. You never really know, no matter how good they are. But they got beat by 10 points by Northwestern, so Big Ten's kind of up in the air. Um, of course, uh, we'll look at the Michigan game. Um, not really the game because Maryland, they beat them by three touchdowns. Uh, do you think Michigan has a chance? You know, if they went out, they beat Ohio State, you know, win the conference, do they have a shot at the playoffs? 
Northwestern team, though. I mean, Northwestern beat Michigan State by 10. I mean, it, Northwestern's a solid team. this show, I had it in the notes, was not to talk about Alabama at all this show, and you just ruined it. <laughs> I tried to not... I Listen, they get too much media them. coverage. They I get enough... So much, but I, I just don't think, I, I don't think Michigan can keep those games. And what Ohio State's playing around secondary, I think their offense can keep up. I don't think their defense can stop them. I think they're going to be fine. Listen, I had in my notes, on my going for two notes, I had... We didn't talk about Alabama the whole episode, and here we are. We already said something about Alabama. <laughs> they get enough media coverage as it is. Um, all right, real quick. Uh, Nebraska, of course, lost another game. Uh, I'm a big Scott Frost fan, but it's not looking good in Lincoln. Um, is there – we talked about this last week. Is there reason to panic more? Uh, Nebraska fans, should they panic more uh, as, the week, as the weeks go on? Um, it looks like their only chance at a first win is against Bethune-Cookman. Um, so, should they panic more now as the weeks go on without a win? Once again, as you guys know, I'm all for the University of Coaches uh, and turning around the program. Uh, I, I'm still going to say, I don't know if it's going to get the panic, but uh, I just, uh, they lost to Wisconsin. Wisconsin a pretty solid team. So I, I don't think they need to worry. Um, I, I think they'll be back. I think if we give 
you know, across a third year or two, then, you know, if he's still going, you know, one win, two wins, whatever, then I think maybe it'll be time for a change. But I, I just don't think there's time to panic yet. Uh, I'm saying they're hitting that uh, tornado catcher button right now. I think this is going to be his only year. I think uh, this is the fans. I think the fans won't win. They, won't, they, they have not won that in the Big Ten. They, I think they went 11 and 1, if I'm not mistaken, in 2011. That's when Ohio State had that off year because of the whole Urban, or not Urban Meyer, but uh, Jim Trestle fiasco. And that's the only time they've done anything. So maybe Michigan, Ohio Michigan, Ohio Michigan beat Ohio State. Just, uh, I just don't think Notre Dame, or Notre Dame, sorry. I don't think uh, Nebraska. I, I just don't think they're fifth in the, the Big Ten. I think they're the sixth in the coming year. They can compete in Big 12, which is different from the Big Ten. Probably because Big 12 are going to play defense, and Big Ten didn't play defense lately. And they, they're, not, they're just not they're not a good team. They're, they don't, they're just, they need a coach there that wants to the fire the team up like I have in competitors. And they're not competitors at all. Uh, yeah, uh, I agree with Zach with the whole, uh, uh, Wisconsin, Wisconsin's good, but Wisconsin's not, Wisconsin rounds out 40 points on anybody, and there were good people there, Wisconsin people think that's good either. I just, I, I'm all, I'm in that panic button in Nebraska, I think, I don't, I don't know if he's going to win another game. I think they were going to have the mentality of losing this year. Probably Kansas has for a very long time. I think uh, he'll be coming after this year or before this year's out. All right. Uh, we'll move on to Pac-12. Uh, Colorado beat Arizona State. Uh, what – What? do we think Colorado is legit? Because I just still – Arizona State's still not a great team. Um, I have trouble thinking that Colorado – they only beat them by seven. Uh, Montez looks good. Uh, Chenault, the receiver, looks good. Um, do we think Colorado, not necessarily a championship contender, um, but are they as good as the record and everything says? I, I believe they are. Uh, just, you know, just as you said, uh, Arizona State's not there yet. I think they will get there with uh, Herm Edwards. I'm a big Herm Edwards fan. Um, now, like I said, if you want to see Colorado – play more. I, you know, I want to see Colorado more again. I, I didn't even see them more, but um, I definitely think the record speaks for themselves. And I definitely look for them, you know, to end the season up there in that anywhere from 15 to the top 25. So, uh, they're a pretty good football team. Uh, I'm all in on Colorado winning the Pac-12 championship. Uh, I don't see them. They can't, I don't think they can compete with anybody. Like Ohio State, the team down in Auburn's neighbor. I don't want to say their name. Ah, there we go. There we go. I, I don't see them competing with those teams yet, but the last two years they've done really, really good. The guys that tri- can't turn it around will be kind of what Nebraska needs to do. But I think uh, I think Colorado's uh, the best in the world right now. Um, they got at USC, at Washington, so we'll see really what they're made of. I think that's going to be the, the real test. I think if we they're going on the road, to, USC's pretty good. Washington's obviously pretty good. But I, I've got Colorado going ahead to the Pac-12 championship game, losing to uh, Washington. Uh, 
but um, I think Colorado is not, not not legit. I'm not buying them all up. I'm kind of holding on them. Uh, I want to see what these next two weeks bring, and uh, we'll see where we're at from then. Uh, what do we what do we think about Stanford losing? Uh, they lost to Utah. I think he did. I don't know. I didn't watch the game. It was too late. I just want to keep that out. Um, like I said, I, I, I think they rely on him a little bit too much. Uh, he didn't play. Did, didn't yeah. play. Yeah. So, and, and that, that's, I think that hurt him a lot with him not playing. Uh, Takes that ground right away. Stanford, you know, has always been SEC. Um, you got to stop hating on the SEC. Um, Texas A&M beat Kentucky. I had Kentucky winning. I figured they stopped Benny Snell. I think that was like you alluded to, Zach, earlier. Um, you know, Stanford relying on Bryce Love. I think Kentucky does the same thing with Benny Snell because he, they, uh, Texas A&M defense held him in check and they couldn't do anything else. Um, it was a good game. I watched a lot of it. Um, it let me let's go there. We won't cover the game, but are we buy, sell, or holding on Kentucky still? I'm still holding. I mean, Texas A&M is a good team. They've had what's their two losses? Bama and Clemson, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I'm still going to hold out on Kentucky. For me, this is, this is, this is I think 
Detroit at this point. I, I like to tell you, Trevor, for most of the teams around this area, like Kentucky, West Virginia, Marshall, Ohio State, Ohio, it's all fair. So I, I, I didn't think the standout was looking just good. I think it was really a low-scoring game, though. I figured that uh, somebody struggled for both teams. That was a huge win for Texas A&M. Um, Kentucky, I don't think that's their own. I'm, I'm still all in on Kentucky. I don't think Georgia is doing it. I don't know. I, I still think they, they, can, they can win this uh, division. This division. Uh, Georgia, they need some help. They play a little better on offense. Kentucky does. Uh, huge cost to Texas A&M. Like, I mean, like, uh, that's a two losses. You know, two pretty good teams. Uh, but, yeah, Texas doesn't just play a loss for Kentucky. They actually they need, they need to win these games. They had to win as much to win games uh, to be considered great or even good. But uh, they got Georgia coming up. That's, that's always a tough game. But I think Kentucky, if uh, they start playing better, I think they uh, they can possibly go play against uh, uh, Auburn's little sister. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, I don't know. I think I'm going to hold on Kentucky to it. Texas A&M, like you said, is a good team at, on the road, hard place to play. Uh, of course, the SEC, I think there's only two front runners. I think maybe Florida and, and Kentucky and, you know, probably Florida, Kentucky, Mississippi State maybe after their win have kind of closed the gap a little bit. But I think really there's only two, you know, runaway teams in the SEC, and that's obviously Georgia and Alabama. So I think, uh, I think Kentucky's still a good team. And they're one of that one percenter that, you know, they're not there yet, but they're they're close. So, um, moving on that Auburn game. Speaking of Auburn, that was horrible. Should there uh, should Auburn fans be panicking, and should Gus Malzahn be panicking? Just some of the other things like I don't look as good as the top two FC teams do. 
Gus Malzahn, they, I think, if they don't straighten it up, he's gone this year. Auburn, Auburn's too uh, big of a brand to uh, lose one and two in conference play. So I, I don't know. I don't see him staying around if he can't straighten the ship now. Um, real quick, we'll look over the group of five real quick. Um, the question is, is just how good is the American Conference? They have three teams in the top twenty-five. UCF 5 and 0 at number 10, South Florida 5 and 0 at number 23, and Cincinnati cracked in the top 25 at uh, their 25th at 6 and 0. Um, is the is the American Conference for real? And here's a big question uh, to answer: Should they become like the Power Six? Should they be because they've been good here lately? Should they be part of like the Power Five? Should they join the Power Five, make it the Power Six? UCF could keep up with a lot more teams than you think. I mean, UCF, uh, they're they're the speed and the up tempo offense. I think I think it, they could even catch an Alabama defense off guard. I think. Of course, they're not as big and they're strong. My, they're and, my biggest. They're, I think they they had the biggest weekend they want to see all the teams. They all two one and then top ten. Yeah. And so I was talking about they they win and the first team start losing. 
UCF will have the biggest weekend, but they definitely got it, which they deserve because they had the longest win streak. I think, like I said, the money fans. Here's what I think, and this is my, this is just me. I know, you know, they want the four best teams in college football. I say you make the American Conference a Power Six, and you make it like NFL playoffs, and there you go. You got six teams. First two seeds will get a first round bye. You know, what I mean, they won't play, and I I say we do it like that. You have six conference winners, and uh, there you go. You got six teams. And I think we'll find out who the best. I think it's kind of tricky because not always the best team is a conference championship winner. But you're getting that extra point for winning, uh, you know, the quote-unquote 13th game. I think I think it, they should do it. Power six, six teams, six seeds, and that's how they should do the playoff. Yeah, that's, that's first one. I still think uh, that a one-loss Michigan team will get in over 13-0. Tougher schedule. They play a tougher schedule, though. I mean, you got to give them that. Yeah, they play a tougher schedule. I mean, I I get it. That's just, I just think if you go undefeated, if they go undefeated for a second year, I think they deserve to have a shot. I mean, this is if they go undefeated, that's twenty four games. You know, well, twenty, what was it, twenty six or twenty five, whatever, twenty six. Because they'll win the conference championship, so I think I, I think, think if you go, I don't think Cincinnati can beat them. Uh, all right, we'll move on. Um, all right, we're going to go back and after the after some losses, some playoff shakeups, we're going to cover our top four again. So Zach, what what do you think your top four is? Well, I don't know. I just don't want to talk about it, but uh, obviously one is going to be Bama. I think one will be Bama for you guys as well. But uh, two of Ohio State, so, so I had no changes there. Bama, Ohio State for me. Um, three kind of pains me to put them in there because, uh, you know, they're independent. I'm just not real sure what to think yet. But uh, number three, I'm going with uh, Notre Dame. Uh, now, four and five, I was a little, or four, I should say, I was a little bit on the train four. Um, I'm going to go ahead and put points in there, especially after their statement win, you know, this last weekend. And then my first one out was uh, definitely uh, Georgia. I just haven't seen enough of Georgia, so to speak, yet. But, I mean, this week, I'm sure I'll see what I need to see from Georgia. But uh, that would be my top four. It's uh, Bama, Ohio State, Notre Dame, Clemson. Uh, I think, uh, I hate to say this, Alabama is number one. I think Ohio State should be two. Three, I won't say Notre Dame. I think lots of guys are very critical of them. But I think they deserve to be in top four. And number four, West Virginia. I think West Virginia should be fourth. I, don't, I still think Clemson is a, this is a huge win, obviously, but I still think uh, they're not that good. I would have uh, Georgia at five, and I have Clemson at six. Okay, I got. Who'd you say your number five was, Billy? Uh, Clemson. Clemson's the first one out. Okay, I got, of course, Bama, OSU. Um, that hey, I, I have Clemson at six. Uh, at, uh, Georgia at five. Georgia at five. Um, I've got Bama and Ohio State, of course, again. Um, 
nothing's changed there. Uh, two dominant teams. I've got Clemson at third just because of their statement win. Um, but we'll see what happens, obviously. I've got Georgia at four. Um, we'll see, obviously, like Zach said, we'll see what they're made of this week. Um, I've got Notre Dame first one out for one reason. <clears throat> that, that conference, it's going to come down to the conference championship game. Do you, are they going to make? Are they going to have a non-conference? You know, they don't play in a conference. Are they going to have them in over, say, a one-loss Georgia team? Um, I don't know. That may be lost or won uh, the conference championship game. So I don't. I don't know. I think there's still a lot of time left. Um, I don't have West Virginia. West Virginia is like an eight team for me. Um, I know they're undefeated, but their defense is looking bad. I mean, it's just. I'm a little worried about their defense, and they've got a heck of a schedule coming up. I don't think they're going to come out of that schedule undefeated. And if they do, they're a playoff team, in my opinion. Um, I think, obviously, they're going to win the Big 12. Uh, but I don't see them getting out of that schedule. It's a rough schedule. Yep, I agree. All right. So, last part, we're going to go for two. Um, any final points or stories or comments you have, Zach? He's, ne- he's, he's never happy. All right, Billy, what's your going for two? Also, I want to 
was another Florida team that took me this week was uh, Miami. Miami beat them. Obviously, they're a Florida team. But they, they played hard, they fought back. And what was up with the Ohio team? I thought that was last week, where they closed out. The possibility that three Ohio teams could be undefeated. That's uh, Ohio State, Ohio State University, Marietta, who won by four, and also uh, Cincinnati. All three Ohio teams uh, are undefeated right now. Uh, they all look pretty good. Marietta got some big uh, games up. Ohio State's got some big games. And to say, I think uh, there could be a possibility that all three of them could be undefeated at the end of the year. No way. So I think the two teams that have the best possibility of doing that would be uh, Ohio State and Marietta. Marietta won't beat but, Mount uh, Union. Those, those two teams, uh, Pete and Decatur, Florida, and Ohio, for the college teams, have a huge weekend. I don't. I don't think Marietta will beat Mount Union at the end. That's the last game of the season. They're number one in the country. Um, but Marietta is five and zero for the first time since nineteen twenty three. Uh, always great to see them do good. But uh, they're not even ranked, so no ranking for them after five and zero start. Um, I got a couple things too. Um, can you guys guess what the uh, the team with the highest chance? To make the playoffs is? Ohio State. Yeah, it's Ohio State. 74%. Clemson is 73%. And Alabama is 72%. But Alabama has a 27% chance to win the title. I hope not. But uh, why would we bring Alabama back into this? Jeez. I do uh, it don't say we. Like, I, I, I only think I said the name. All right, twice. You, you're the one that brought up the last time. So. I know, I know. I keep. Yeah, it's hard to. Guy, I think you're Alabama fan. I mean, how do you not talk about Alabama? I mean, I don't. How do you not talk about them when we talk about college football? You have to. I mean, I guess I don't. Um, I think someone told me I'm an Urban Meyer poster for a saving poster up. No, there won't be no saving poster up in my room. Um, another thing, real quick. When we, you know, we talk. We're both kind of, you know, I'm an SEC guy and a Big Ten guy, and you guys, you know, are Big Ten, Ohio State, Michigan. Is are we maybe back to the old times where I'm not saying the SEC is great like it used to, you know, mid 2000s, but the SEC has I think a range of teams that can do good. You got LSU, Mississippi State. It's kind of like the old SEC is back, you know. Um, and the Big Ten's kind of down, with the exception of Michigan and uh, Ohio State. Really, that's who's run the Big Ten. Are we kind of – do we feel like we're kind of back to the old times where the SEC's got some powerhouse teams and the Big Ten's kind of like a two-dog show? Um, I would disagree with that. Um, I, I definitely think the SEC's back. Like, like I said, the SEC beats, beats each other up. <laughs> you never know who's coming out of that conference, really. You know, they just beat each other. Like, Bama wouldn't surprise me if they somehow lost the – LSU, just never know. But I think, you know, now, especially with the Big Ten, I, I would disagree. I don't think it's just Ohio State and Michigan. I, I, you know, you got Penn State, uh, Wisconsin there. Um, so I, I would disagree with that. But I definitely do agree with the part with the, uh, I believe the SEC back. I know Billy doesn't like the SEC, but I, I believe. Uh, I, I agree with that the whole thing with the Big Moore and two teams. I think uh, Ohio State's the best team in the Big Ten. I think Penn State's better than Michigan. And 
in the afternoon. Well, Michigan's also really good. And you got to go uh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin's tough to play. Those are the four best games in the Big Ten. But SEC, honestly, it goes through. Because those teams are going to beat each other no matter what. There's one team that nobody can see to beat, and that's the team that's Alabama. Until they, they, they're going to start seeing the team here. If not, that's why they won. There's no, there's no team. I don't think there's any team that's going to beat Alabama. Georgia's probably the closest, but they don't have the talent offensively to beat them. Florida doesn't have the offense to do it. Auburn can't do it. I don't think, I, I think Auburn could do it if they play good. He said it's the... Because of that rivalry, trying to do stuff that kind of their talent, just kind of the rivalry itself. I just think the Big Ten, I think the SEC is a little better than what has been in the last few years. I don't think they're back yet until someone knocks off Alabama. You have team there to knock them off. Until that happens, then they're not. So back in like, like 2006 to 2012, it was different teams. It was Alabama, Florida, LSU, Auburn. It was different teams. Now it's all, all, it's all Alabama. Yeah, I agree. In the Big Ten, it's been Ohio State, it's been Michigan, it's been Wisconsin. Kansas uh, State, Wisconsin. Like, Michigan State, State, even Alabama. for a little bit. You guys, this team can be something no matter like like Kansas State. Well, I would hate to play play Kansas State again. Alabama, like yeah, they're not scared to they're not scared to beat play anybody. They don't have anybody else to They can circle and say, "Oh man." We have him outside too, because you guys can beat us. There's no one in the SEC that can beat Alabama. All right. Well, that wraps up the show for tonight. Um, you guys have a good night, and we'll uh, be ready to hit it Thursday. All right, all right. Bye. All right, that concludes the show for tonight. Um, once again, thanks for watching. You can find us on Spreaker, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, anywhere you can listen to a podcast. Uh, we also share it on our Facebook pages, Zach Markley, Billy Gibson, and me, Michael Scott. That'll do it for me. Have a good night.